nurse that I do and how in love you were. Then came kids, work, responsibilities, and laundry. Suddenly your marriage became the last thing on your priority list. Are you wanting more out of your marriage? We're Jeff and Mandy Rose, and we want to show you how to design your perfect marriage. Join us on our challenges of adventure, commitment, faith, and yes, intimacy. We want to help you make your marriage more. All right, go ahead. Make fun of me. No, I've, I already did that before we hit record. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I know I will at some point. I don't want to start with that. Okay. So just I want to lift you up, babe. Thanks. <laughs> just so the Marriage More community is aware, I decided we came back from a vacation down in Orlando. And for some reason, I, I wanted, I've been doing somewhat of a low-carb diet, but I went to the extreme. I think it's called a ketogenic diet where you go keto. The goal is to consume less than uh, 20 grams of carbs per day. I'm in the morning of day two. And I'm, I'm, I don't struggling. Know, I'm struggling. <laughs> I've woke up with a massive headache that will not go away. I actually just laid down for about five minutes before we recorded. I don't know if you even knew that. No, I walked in and I was like, "Are you? You're not with it today, are you?" I'm I was bit, like, "Are you focused?" You're like, "No, <laughs> you look like you're gonna pass out." They they say like right now my body is going through all the remaining glycogen storage, and this is like the fogginess stage. If you can get through this, it gets better. See, this cracks me up because I care to know nothing about that. Like, just give me all the carbs. Because this morning I just Googled keto headache to find out what's the story. And I've read this before, but I just wanted to see if there's anything I could do, like consume more fat or the people say drink chicken broth for the uh, potassium. Let's talk about why you're doing this. I have no idea. Let's tell everybody why you're doing this. I really don't know. I'm always up for a interesting challenge. I've done this before. I actually did this in college, which was a while ago. When you were younger. <laughs> I remember being miserable then. Yeah. Is this like, it's like the Atkins diet kind of, where it's just like very like no carbs, low carbs? Atkins or? is, I think, made the, the diet popular, but uh, most people just refer to it as a ketogenic diet, I believe is the pronunciation. Which is very controversial, correct? I don't know if it's controversial, but... I mean, I kind of feel like it is. I mean, fast food is controversial. (laughs) I mean, honestly. But it can't be that healthy for your body. You need carbs. If you're, you're working out, like you went to the gym this morning. Yeah, but I did a very, a very light workout. I was not doing any CrossFit. It was very light cardio and some back and that was it. And I was out. I was out. Done. (laughs) About passed out is what really happened. (laughs) I just feel like this is not fair to our family because you're like in the worst mood. Like you just looked at me last night like, don't even look at me. (laughs) I was a little cranky this morning whenever our our middle son wanted me to cut up strawberries. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. At least he's not asking for cookies. He normally wants cookies. I know. I know. I know. This is not going to go well, is it? What are we talking about today? No, hold on. When is this over? I don't know yet. (laughs) To be determined. TBD. I love that you're testy because normally on the podcast, you're like hyper and excited (laughs) and super upbeat. And like, here you go, people. This is Jeff Rose without carbs. He gets a little testy. I want to eat the microphone right now. Oh, my. Or actually have a big swig of that soda over there. This soda is good. Here's the difference between us. So this morning I went through McDonald's and got a hash brown and I'm currently drinking a large fountain Coke 
I actually got three chocolate chip cookies too, but I haven't eaten them. Serious? <laughs> Who told me this? I mean, I just have them over by my computer just in case. At least they're by your computer and not by my computer. I mean, I, I might want them later. You never know. And he's like starving himself. Starving? I had six eggs and some sausage patties today. It, it's, so it's just the no carbs. Right. Okay. Let's just say I'll never do this kind of challenge. True. I'll do marriage challenge all day long, but no no carb challenge for me. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So what would you like to talk about? Um, something besides food. What's going to make you happy today? You want to revisit our vacation experience? Let's talk about vacations. Okay. Let's talk about vacations because you know, we have a family of five in this particular trip it was a family of six and i think we you know we've been on a few vacations and i think we could just talk about best practices on how to have a an amazing family vacation or maybe some things that we've learned that you can have a unamazing family vacation because <laughs> we've learned a lot about that because <laughs> i think oftentimes you'll hear parents talk about you know taking going on vacation and then they get back and they'll say well we need a vacation from our vacation which just totally seems self-defeating right i mean pointless for the most part yeah but i would say it's true <laughs> it is true <laughs> because we do both kinds of vacations and it's fun to do adult only vacations but then it's also fun to do family vacations yes so if you have kids you know we just got back from a oh my gosh are you gonna be okay i'm good <laughs> he's gonna pass out we just got back from a six-day trip with three of our boys and then also my cousin Bailey who is living here with us who's 17 she came along with us as well so we just returned from that and uh yeah I felt like I might need a an adult vacation (laughs) actually I got back and I was like can we get a babysitter like right now I just needed like a two-hour break and then I felt really good and I think part of the reason is one of the things that we did not set up ourselves for success but this was I guess kind of a last minute planning, which I think is another thing that can hurt you. But I've always told Mandy, if we ever go on, if we stay in a hotel for more than one night with our kids, if it's possible, try to book a room that has a master suite, a.k.a. a door that you can close and separate yourself from your kids when you need that moment versus you know what we experienced was the only way that we could get any alone time is going in the bathroom, <laughs> which was a very small bathroom. Yes, because uh, we, we stayed... Let, first, let's tell them, like, we stayed on Disney property. So I, I know it's funny because this is, like, the second year in a row we've gone to Orlando, and we don't, we're not really Disney people. Like, we don't love Disney. So it's funny that we keep going to Orlando because it's, like, the home of Disney. But And this time is our first time we stayed, actually, on Disney property. And if you ever stayed there, I mean, I don't know because this is my first time, but the rooms... There wasn't even a lot of choices. Like when I tried to book a room that was like a suite, there isn't that option. Like, or at least they were sold out. So it didn't give me that option. How far did we, did we book in advance? I mean, not very far because we, we like to fly by the seat of our pants. So maybe you just need to book like six months out. We did not do that. I think we booked like a couple months out. And so our room was literally two double beds. And then it had this bed that folded out from the wall that was a twin bed. So six people... The room was supposed to sleep five. And so somebody had to sleep on the floor. <laughs> and there was definitely not a rare, anywhere you could go to like close the door and get a moment unless you went outside. No. And even like the, well, I mean, you had the bathroom, which was basically just the toilet and the shower, but they had the little 
double sink area. And the only way you could even turn that light on, they had one of those curtains that you could pull over that looks like it was straight out of 1974. And so I remember like in the mornings, like if I tried to go work out, I'd have to like use my phone light <laughs> on the lowest setting. You still woke me up. <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> hey, I worked out with you a couple of days. You did. You did. But uh, yeah, that was, and the beds were not good either. I, I woke up with a, we all complain about having back pain. Yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, it's very expensive to stay, to even go to Disney, to stay at Disney, to be in Orlando, to take six people. Um, and so, you know, they might not have, I mean, I didn't want to pay for a suite either. I can't imagine what that would have cost, being the fact I know what it costs to stay in the room that we stayed in. And so that's probably like not a option for a lot of people just to go book a suite, babe. So but on the alternative though, last year we also went to Orlando, but instead of staying on Disney, we did rented a home via Airbnb, which is a online place, a marketplace that if you want to rent a house or a condo, you can go in there and see what's available. And we shared a house with some friends of ours and I don't remember the cost. We weren't on Disney property, but we were made we were in Kissimmee, which was yeah, it's like, like right minutes? there. Yeah, it's two yeah. ten minutes. It was like ten minutes. It, it didn't have the nice pool feature that the Disney Resort offered, but other than that, I mean, if I had to like pick the two, you would do that. I would really. Yeah, I would. We're so different. <laughs> I totally wouldn't. I mean, we had Only our because... own bedroom. Our kids had their own bedroom. No, I love Airbnb. Uh, no, I don't love Airbnb. I liked that house, but I don't like the fact that we had to like. There was no pool. Like, I love the resort pools, like how fun it is and how there's a lot of people and like the kids. I mean, those Disney pools are just like, they love that. So the fact that like we had a pool, but it was like literally like 50 degrees in the pool and it was just our pool. Like nobody even, I don't even know if they swam in it at that house. So if we could get access to a pool, then okay, I agree. But I still choose Airbnb. Well, and also we had a lot of friends staying there that year. So we were able to go to Disney and swim at a pool. If we hadn't been able to do that, it might not have been as great of experience because we wouldn't have had a resort pool to ever go to that year. We right. would have just been stuck at our house or we, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's a toss up, but we did make memories. That's what I always say. We're making memories. It's a little stressful to take kids on vacation, but I enjoyed it, even though I was completely stressed a lot of the time. It was fun. It was fun. Now, this is something that I don't know if 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 you were able to do this. I mean, financially, we, we were able to do this, so we were very blessed for that. This is the second time that we've taken a, uh, I won't say a babysitter, but someone older that could watch our kids. You know, we don't have that luxury of having a teenage son or daughter that could watch the youngest child, you know, if need be, but having Bailey there. So if we wanted to go for a, a walk or workout in the morning, you know, she could stay back in the room and we actually didn't use her that in that no, much I was going to say, time. she was definitely not a babysitter. Well, we didn't no. do that to her at all. No, but I mean, one year we did, when we drove to Destin, I believe we did take our babysitter with us. Oh yeah. That was when Sloan was really little. So we had, yeah. they were like, I don't know, six, four and Very young. two. And and how we did that was, or every other night, you know, her and I, Mandy and I, would go out to dinner, you know, order pizza for the boys or get them something. And then the other night, you know, we would go out as a family. And But also what was really nice was during the day, 
when our youngest, I believe it was Sloan at the time, you know, he didn't want to be out by on the beach in the sun all day and he'd get tired. He needed a nap. He needed a nap. So if, you know, if it's just mom and dad, somebody's, I don't know if you're doing paper, rock, scissors, how you do that in your, in your marriage, but one of us will be taking turns, you know, taking uh, the child up to, to take a nap in the room away from the sun. In this case, that wasn't, We'd have to do that. That was what the babysitter role was, that they, she could take our son up for a nap and we could still lay by the pool or the, the in the beach. And that was very, very nice. Yeah. We didn't do that this time, though, ever. No. I don't want to confuse people. This time we did not have a babysitter. Bailey was with us as a family. She was able to, like a couple of the mornings, I did get to work out with Jeff. And that was <laughs> mainly because they were all still sleeping. So Bailey was there, but all the kids were still sleeping. So... It was definitely nice that we got to work out together because I wouldn't have worked out at all, probably. <laughs> I'm not as motivated as you, babe. I think another thing, too, that we did, and I think we are we are both very strategic on this. Oftentimes, I see people that go on vacation and they come back on Sunday and have to go back to work on Monday. Oh, yeah, this is good. And, you know, for us, and this time, we end up coming back Friday, Friday, and really was like, Friday afternoon. I think we left Florida at two o'clock, got back to St. Louis four and we were back home just, you know, before their even normal bedtime. And we had Saturday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday to just decompress. And you got to eat a lot of carbs. <laughs> I got to eat a lot of carbs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause you hadn't started this thing yet. <laughs> no, that was great. Gosh, that's so like, long ago. I was going to say, does it feel so long ago? It feels like an eternity ago. It was literally just a few days ago. But it, it was just nice that, you know, we were able to get home, get some laundry done, unpack and, and unwind. And, you know, Sunday was just a very, both days were, I probably did something Saturday, but I know Sunday was a very lazy day. It was, I think, kind of rainy and actually snowing in the morning. So it was just, it was nice. And I see a lot of people that take vacations, they come back on Sunday and have to go back to work on Monday. And I mean, that entire week, you're just playing catch up. I mean, it just adds to that stress. And I, guess, I would say even right when you're just going on a vacation, just you and I, we try to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think it's so having at least one day to just get reacclimated to family life and home life and kids and school and homework and lunches and all that, you know, going back to the, that morning routine of having to get your kids up. And I don't know, this time, I mean, this past Monday, I don't remember exactly coming back after spring break, but, or spring break, excuse me, uh, Christmas break, but I felt like that first Monday back was stressful. But this time I thought was, it was like a normal Monday, you know? Yeah. I mean, I contribute a lot of that Minus to, to the me. Carbs. <laughs> Since I got the kids like dressed and did Minus, everything. Oh, what? what? Do you live in a different world than me? Possibly. Okay. I was just wondering because that didn't happen. It's true. <laughs> Sounded good though. But yeah, so if you are thinking about going on a Disney vacation, I can tell you it is very crowded during spring break. So that was one thing that we were kind of dealing with was a lot of the crowds. Another thing that we were dealing with as a family is we did not plan anything. Literally, we are like fly by the seat of our pants. We had no idea if we were even going to uh, like go to one of the Disney parks. We kind of said no, I think. We were like, nah, we're not going to do that. And then 
we had been to the pool for like three or four days in a row and we had contemplated it the night before and we just were like, nah, it's going to be too crowded. It's hot. Like the kids weren't like super excited about it. We wanted them to be like super excited. We probably would have said, okay, but they were just kind of like, nah, let's just go swimming. So we went to bed thinking like, we're not going to go. We woke up the next morning. I mean, we slept in, you worked out, like we got our swim gear on. I think it was like 11 a.m. And I knocked on the room next to us. We had our friends, our neighbors who were staying there as well. And I knocked on their door to see if they were ready to go to the pool. And she came out and I was like, man, I was up early this morning. We coded until we went to the park. And she's like, I'm feeling totally guilty. And we both just looked at each other and we were like, let's just go. And we were like, okay. And we ran back to our rooms and we like told everybody, okay, we're going to Hollywood studios today. And so Jeff kind of looked at me like, what? It's 11. Like don't normal people like get up really early and get there when the park opens and like get their money's worth and stay all day. And (laughs) that's just not how we roll. So there's this thing called fast passes that if you go to Disney, you can get a fast pass But apparently those fast passes have to be like booked in advance. Like the day you get to the park, you won't get a fast pass on any ride that is worth anything. (laughs) You know, we were just normal people waiting in line for an hour for a ride. And it was probably 90 degrees hot. And but you know what? The kids had a, a really great time. I feel like they really liked that park. There was a few roller coasters that they loved. And so it was worth it. It was a little stressful, but it was worth it. And I would say one park... is enough for the whole trip for me. Like I only needed to do one day at the park. I think I could have done two days at the park, but there would have had to be at least one, if not two days in between. Yeah. Like a break, a break. And that's the one thing too. I I see. I mean, if you love Disney, I, I more power to you. You know, I know some families will go down there and they'll like every single day, I'm envious of that because I just can't do it. Man, I I can't either. I just I just need to unplug and just get away and do something different. And I think my biggest gripe about the entire vacation, especially being on Disney resorts and and going to the Disney park, is is eating. You know, having to, oh, yeah. to find a place to eat. Which I mean, there's plenty of places, but you know, typically it's a where you have to stand in line to order the food. They give you your food. Then you have to go find a table. And then after you get the food and get your kids seated, then you got to get them drinks. And it's just, it's just crazy. I think it's funny that you're still talking about food. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You're complaining about food, but I bet you would just love to go back there and eat anything they handed you. Especially a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> I think I think eating was probably the most stressful part of the trip. I think we kept saying that too. We we're like, man, why is every meal time like so stressful? And it's just because you know you're ordering for six people. There wasn't. We didn't do a lot of sit down restaurants. It's not really available there to do a lot of sit down. It's. I mean, even at the resort, we stayed at Port Orleans Riverside um, on Disney. And even at the resort, there was a sit down restaurant, but it was like what an hour wait that night that we tried to go. So it's more like they have different stations, like there's pizza and spaghetti, or you can get burgers and fries. And so if the thing that was stressful about it is if like half of your family wanted burgers and fries, like the kids wanted the kids meals, like chicken nuggets, but you didn't want to eat that. And you wanted to do like your own pasta. You had to stand in like two separate lines. And there were like four or five different choices. So let's say like three of you like wanted something different. That would have been three separate lines. I mean, the lines weren't short. So that was the part that was a little stressful, I think. It's just, you know, trying to get everybody fed and everybody situated. And But, you know, 
It was still fun. I still had a good time. I did too. Yeah. I think the other important thing to remember, though, is that with family vacations, you know, you can plan it out. And I know some people that plan out vacations, especially like Disney vacations, like a year in advance. And that's fun. I mean, having a schedule is good, but sometimes it's fun to not have any plan whatsoever. And I think it was two years ago, spring break, like we didn't know what to do. I think we were going to go to uh, Gulf Shores or somewhere, somewhere new, but we looked at the weather and it was like, I think warmer here (laughs) than it was there. And, you know, for us, for the most part, like in spring break, we want to like enjoy warm weather. And we weren't interested in going to Florida at that time. So we just drove to Pigeon Forge and just spent a few days there, like doing go-karts and it's uh, like Gatlinburg. Area. Gatlinburg, yeah. I mean, and we really had no plan or agenda or schedule. It just, hey boys, we're getting the car, we're going, and it was fun. You know, I know that we, uh, I think I ate like pancakes for French toast like every oh my morning. Gosh, here you go <laughs> back to the food. You know, if you ever go, to, if you ever been to Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg, I mean, there are so many pancake houses. Like it's like the pancake house capital of the world, I believe. I totally made that up. Yeah, you totally did. I've never heard that. There were a ton of pancake houses there. I do yeah, that. and Gatlinburg, Tennessee is a really great place if you're looking for just something. It's very kid-friendly. Like, there are so many things for the kids to do. So if you're anywhere near Gatlinburg or can drive there, I would I would highly recommend it if you have kids. We're about, what, were we seven hours from there? That was our drive? Yeah, it was, seven it hours? was further than I thought it was going to be, but... <laughs> Again, we don't even GPS that until we get in the car. That's how we roll. No, that's how you roll. That's how I roll, yeah. And now I kind of roll like that too. I feel like you've rubbed off on me. I like it. (laughs) It's fun. Yeah, so you don't have to do Disney for spring break. Here's another thing that we talked about. Jeff, I think we were driving by our friend's house and he was like, hey, what did they do for spring break? And I was like, I don't think they did anything, but they don't have to do spring break. And he was like, what? I'm like, well, they don't have kids in school. Like, so remember when we didn't have kids in school, we were like, what people go places on spring break. Why don't they just go in the summer or they go during the year? We didn't understand like, oh, this is the only week during school that you can actually like go because your kids are in school and occupied. And so if you don't have kids or school age kids, spring breaks, I don't feel like spring break was even a thing for us until our kids got into school. No, it wasn't because the NCAA tournament was on. And I can remember many years in a row watching the tournament in my office because I just was very unproductive those two days, like that Thursday, Friday. Like, I love those days. And here we are on spring break and I don't get a chance to watch all the games. And I was just... I couldn't remember, and I asked somebody, "Are they? Is it always on spring break?" And they said, "Yeah, it always is." But I guess I realized it's because we never did spring. We never break. did spring break <laughs> until right. we had school age kids. Yeah. Right. So now it's like, okay, that's now I see how that works. Yeah. So we really don't have a choice because t- taking them out during school isn't an option. So spring break is just a crowded time because everybody's doing that same thing. Are you okay? Yeah. Do you want to tell people that you had to pause this and go lay down? So this whole low-carb thing is ridiculous. Yeah, I got a little nauseous, and and actually for the second time this morning, I had to lay down. So at the uh, conclusion of this podcast, I'm going to go eat some peanut butter and toast. (laughs) And we should make this a lesson for everybody listening. Do not do this diet. Or at least do more research before you get to do anything. You know, consult your uh, health physician, as they would say. Oh my goodness, babe. I am your health physician. I'm telling you to go eat a, a big giant pizza or something. I just want some peanut butter and toast. I'd be happy. 
And you can't technically eat that, but you're going to. Please do. I, I'm going I feel to. like you're going to pass out, and I'm nervous. I don't like this, and I've got a really busy day today and tomorrow. And they say fogginess is one of the things, one of the side effects, I guess, of this. But I unfortunately have too much to do to lay on the couch and do what I just did. Feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> and you're not even like in a challenge, or, you know, usually he does something like this whenever he's a part of like some type of challenge group, like fitness challenge group, or he has made a bet with a friend or, but you're not even in any of those right now. No, I was you're just, just challenging yourself. It was a personal conquest. I, you know, been like, as I mentioned, I've been doing lower carbs the past uh, few weeks or so. And I didn't think that my body would react this way going extremely low. I thought that I've kind of had set the bar for my body. My body is dis- <laughs> disagreeing with that. And that is our dog saying hello. <laughs> Bailey's here. <laughs> Before we stop, though, I would like to ask you what your favorite family vacation has been so far. Do you really have to ask that? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Never mind. That would be the two-week RV trip. He did make me stay in an RV for 14 days, 15 days. And I think that was like the first taste of you going on a vacation when it really was unscripted. And we we had one destination in mind that was a Grand Canyon. As far as where we were staying every night for the entire two weeks was completely like decided like the night before or the morning of. And that was awesome. Like I loved every ounce of that. I feel like that definitely changed my perspective on family vacations though, because this was three summers ago. No, or two summers ago. Not last summer, but the summer before. Right. And ever since then, every vacation that we've taken, I'm feeling very spontaneous. So just that one like 15-day RV trip that you forced me to be very spontaneous, I feel like it's changed me. And I have to say, looking back, it was actually very fun. I I know this. (laughs) It was amazing. But I'm really excited that this summer we are going to be picking up our daughter in the Philippines instead of taking a month-long RV trip, which Jeff had planned in his mind. (laughs) I would have settled for another two weeks, but yeah. (laughs) But I'm assuming that the next summer... You're going to definitely make us all go. We're out. (laughs) Peace. And we're going to have, you know, baby girl with us. So it's going to be four kids. Absolutely. In an RV. It's going to be amazing. As long as you get me like a luxury RV. uh, We'll actually get a smaller one. (laughs) The one we were in was very small. I'm trying to think of what my favorite family vacation was. The RV. Definitely not. I mean, that was fun. Actually, it might... No, I can't really say that. I would say... Oh, I really loved taking the boys to Jamaica last summer. That was, I loved Jamaica. I loved the resort we were at, which we stayed at beaches in Ojo Rios. And it was fun, minus one small child (laughs) named Sloan, who was in the midst of his behavioral problems. And so that kind of, I can't pick that vacation because it was so difficult for everybody involved just because of his behavior. But if it would have been for that, that was a really great place. Yeah, it was amazing. Let's talk about, though, like without kids vacation. Where where would you say that we have gone so far that you love the most? Hmm. I mean, for me, I, I probably would choose Cozumel, even though like the resort was just okay. I mean, it was nice. I don't want to like, it's Cozumel, so it was, you know, it was nice. But I think it was my favorite because 
it was the first time that we actually made the effort to go somewhere, just you and I. You know, I think a lot of we just kind of use that excuse of, oh, we can't do that. We've got young kids. How are we actually going to pull this off? And we just never made, we never made ourselves a priority. Yeah. And we did it. We pulled it off. And the funny thing is, I think that was just four nights, right? It was, yeah. Because I know I wanted to go five nights and you didn't want to because that was our first vacation. And then by like the next to last day, you were calling to see if we can extend it for a night. And <laughs> just one more because it rained like three of the days we were there. But it, it was it was nice to see. I mean, that was kind of, I think, an eye opener for you that, okay, we actually can go away for some families, younger families. It's hard to get away for one night or two nights. And, you know, we made that bold step of going for four nights. Well, we are lucky because we have a lot of help. So my parents and his stepmom and um, his mom, I think, no, your mom didn't come for that, did she? I can't remember. But we have a lot of help as far as trying to get the kids taken care of while we're away, which makes it a little bit easier to do. Um, if you're far from family or you don't have that luxury, then it's a little bit harder to take four or five nights away from your family. Absolutely. But that definitely, I think that ranks there. Because I always remember our first vacation. Cozumel, huh? I don't know. I don't even know if I can pick. I can tell you that we have done, um, it seems like we've done a lot of Caribbean vacations recently. We've done Jamaica and Cozumel, Cabo. We did um, Riviera Maya with a group of friends. We did Jamaica twice, us, and then we took the kids back. And (laughs) I don't know why we keep doing those kind of vacations. One, it's all inclusive. And so the price is good. And that's one thing that we like. I mean, I'm not super frugal, but it is nice that it's all inclusive. Everything is paid for. And when you're taking your kids, I will say that it was less expensive to take them all to Jamaica than it was to go to Orlando for the six days and pay for everything separately. And so that was nice. And I think it's also too, it's hard to go, it's hard to go anywhere really. We always want to go somewhere warm just because we're in the cold in the winter and it's hard to go somewhere far away, like another country, like we want to go to Paris or we want to do something really cool. It's hard to do that, just the two of us and leave our kids for more than four or five nights. We don't have that option. I mean, it'd be amazing to take like a seven to 14 day trip, you know, to Paris or wherever, but we just don't have that option right now. And we will when we're older, you know, like when the kids are a little bit older, I feel like we can do those kinds of things. But for now we have to find vacations that are like, where can we go for four nights and come back, you know? Yeah. So that's why we've been picking those, I think. Right. I think so. Yep. Yeah. And I will say, I don't, I don't know if I can pick a place that I necessarily liked the best, but I can say that I definitely prefer the resorts in Mexico that we went to over Jamaica. Really? Yeah, because I like chips and guac. It's true. (laughs) It's amazing. Now you're bringing up food. (laughs) I am kind of getting hungry. It's almost lunchtime. It's true. Okay. Is that it? So yeah, more vacations to come. We're about to travel to the Philippines this summer. And so I'm really excited about that because that will be the farthest that I've ever traveled. Jeff has traveled to Iraq, obviously. So he has been in Baghdad and that, how long was that flight, babe? Uh, it's two flights. I think it was total 10, 18 hours, 19 hours, I think. Okay. And I think the Philippines is like 20 some hours, maybe. Yeah, I think it's about the same. Well, and where we're flying and we, we fly into Manila, which is the capital, but we actually have to fly to another island because our daughter is not near <laughs> Manila. So we'll probably be 20 plus hours on a flight. So... A little nervous about that, but that will be our next trip, right? That's right. (laughs) Start praying for us now, please. (laughs) 
be a nice short flight. Yeah. But we would really love to know where you guys have traveled. Like what have been some of your favorite places as a couple or as a family? We're always looking to try to find new places to go, even if it's just, you know, a small little quaint city that, you know, it's not a big thing like Disney. We love to find those kinds of places as well. And we're actually looking to do more of that where it's not so touristy. Right. So we would love to know from you guys uh, if you want to comment or shoot us an email and let us know what are some of your favorite places. We would love to to try them out and visit them. Please share. Please share. We're also excited because here in the next, hopefully few days, we're going to be launching something for you guys that you can be a part of. And we're not going to tell you what it is yet, but we're pretty excited about it. And I think it's going to be something awesome for the marriage, more community, something that will help you guys with your marriages, just be able to, you know, be accountable, encourage each other, pray for each other. And so we're excited about that and excited to announce that here pretty soon. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. The last thing really quick is if you guys enjoy any part of this podcast, if you feel encouraged, if you feel inspired, if you feel just like, oh, they are, this is a real marriage. Okay. I don't feel so bad about, (laughs) you know, my own marriage because obviously we're not perfect, but if you like you know, listening to this show in any way, we would truly appreciate if you would head over to iTunes and you can go to houseofroseblog.com slash iTunes and you can leave a rating and a review. So you don't have to write something, even if you just want to give us a rating, um, you can do, you know, it has the stars, so you can choose five stars, please. <laughs> no, but if you do like this, we would really appreciate you leaving a, a rating and a review. And we would also appreciate if you would share this, share it with a friend, share it with another couple, Share it, tweet it, you know, share it on Instagram, whatever, however you share things. We would love for you to share this and so that more married couples can be encouraged. We would greatly appreciate that. We appreciate you guys so much. And now Jeff is going to go sleep. I am. No, you're going to go eat peanut butter. I am. <laughs> this is your life. This is your marriage and only you can make it more. Mm-hmm.